so many different ideas about good health, how do you separate the myths from the facts? Welcome to Healthy View Radio with your trio of co-hosts, Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus. Today, you'll learn what it takes to be healthy and happy within a stressful world from three experts walking their talk. Here is Lisa, Andrea, and Michelle. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Healthy View Radio. This is the place to be every Thursday at noon to get all the wellness information you need from your three favorite people in the whole wide world. Me, Andrea Beeman, and my AbFab co-hosts, Lisa Lutan and Michelle Fenninghaas. We are here to entertain, enlighten, and educate you to the best of our ability. And today, we're getting spicy. Literally. We are talking about using the herbs and spices that are in your kitchen right now to aid weight loss and to heal what's ailing you. So culinary herbs and spices, as we all know, have been around for thousands of years. And not only do they make your food taste good, they have lots of other benefits as well. So ladies, ladies, I know you both spend time in the kitchen. Do you have any go-to herbs and spices for any ailment that you could think of? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I've been using one this week, not on me, but on my husband. What are you using? Cayenne pepper. I put it in tea. I know, weird, right? But if I put no. it in tea to drink it down, any sort of throat thing, I put it um, in a little bit of water, a little apple cider vinegar and gargle with it, knocks it right out. Very nice. Cool. So I'm a big fan of ginger, you know, for like digestive woes. I think if you're feeling nauseous, anything like that, little ginger goes a long way. Yeah, it's amazing to me how much medicine we have in our kitchen that most people don't even realize. So the cayenne pepper, right? Whenever somebody gets sick, what your body gets is either, you know, attacked by antigens, pathogens, virus, bacteria, right? So what does the body naturally do? It heats uh, up. Heats. It heats. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> I was going to say it makes you a huge grump. <laughs> the that's body makes hot and hot. Like that's like we need cool. Yes, your body will naturally heat up to kill or stop the viral replication to kill whatever is going on to get the pathogen. You know, burn it alive, so to speak. When you put the cayenne pepper in, when somebody gets sick, you're actually speeding up that process, making the body hotter. Now, here's a caveat. If someone does not sweat and you heat them up, it can actually get dangerous. So how are you, how's your honey bunny sweat glands? Are they flowing? Oh, he's always flowing. He's got no problem with that. That's oh, good. That's good. <laughs> but what if somebody didn't sweat? So what would happen? So their body, you know, that's when you get these really, really high fevers that can become dangerous if your pores don't open. So the body heats up and you naturally, your, your system will open and you'll start to sweat. Like when you get a fever, right? You go hot, hot, hot. And then it's like, it's like the heat releases and your body, you get the chills and you, you start to cool down. Um, So if somebody does not sweat, it's actually problematic to heat them up. Right. So then you want to put in something like elderflower, which not everybody has in their kitchen, although Michelle probably has it in her backyard. <laughs> oh, wait, Lisa, probably you do. Have, yeah, you probably I do. I don't think I do. Yeah. So you've heard of elderberries, which are yeah. antiviral. So elderflower actually opens the pores. It opens to help you release. Uh, and it's in a lot of the um, natural flu and cold remedies. Um, 
But that's just one. And also cayenne pepper, by the way, Michelle, cayenne pepper will also speed up weight loss. Well, it's certainly, you know, you can almost judge these things intuitively, right? Like, um, I don't know, cayenne pepper has like, there's a quality to it. You know, it, it, it makes you feel a certain way. I don't know if it, it satisfies you. If you like have some cayenne pepper, the next thing you want to put in your mouth is not ice cream. What? <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You know, the other thing I use for um, any sort of viruses in the house um, is garlic. And I'll, I've tried lots of things. I've tried chopping it up and trying to swallow it just like a pill. I find that very difficult or uh, crushing it, you know, just trying to like get garlic or making like a lemonade with garlic um, and then drinking it. Uh, I don't know. Do you have any good suggestions for other ways to get garlic, especially into the kids? Yeah, that's actually really great that you're using garlic. Um, Again, antiviral, antibacterial, it's great. Uh, It also increases the mucilage in the uh, digestive system, right? It makes it a little more so that your your own... um, uh, immune system can travel better, right? You need that mucilage. And all, all parts of the Allium family create that. So um, to make it taste better and doable, mix it with honey. You could even mix it with honey and thyme. You could take crushed up garlic and put it on your favorite kind of, like I like sourdough. You take a, a sourdough bread and you put your, your garlic on there. You put honey, you put some thyme. Oh my gosh, it's totally delicious. Go, girl. I just have to share a very funny garlic story, though. (laughs) So, uh, like, years ago, I got this container of, like, baked garlic. You know how yummy that is? It's crushed, and it was, like, in a little thing, and I just started eating it. And before you know it, I had literally eaten the whole thing. And I kid you not, for at least five days, I stunk. I was sweating garlic, like so disgustingly. I was afraid to go to the gym because it was so horrible. And so now I am so careful, like if I have garlic, not to do too much, too much of a good thing. So... Well, I personally love that smell, Lisa. So you can go. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was <laughs> awful. Like it was coming out of my pores. Like it wasn't my breath. It was horrible. <laughs> well, actually, that's, that's a good sign. That's oh, my good God. Sign. It's coming out of the respiratory system, right? I wasn't what? sick, though. It was just... <laughs> just eating garlic like crazy. Keeping garlic. away all those vampires. Just yes. think about that. Yes, totally. So I'm curious if any of our viewers or or our listeners, um, if they use any of the herbs and spices that are in their kitchen for anything, for anything, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be an herb, could be a spice, could be a garlic, it could be a bulb, it could be right onions. Uh, what are you guys using on a daily basis or a weekly basis or a seasonal basis? What do you do? Um, what so, about you, Andrea? We want to yeah. know what you use. Not all the weird stuff, though, that nobody has. <laughs> like the everyday stuff. <laughs> um, well, like, like you, when, whenever a sickness first comes in, I'm going cayenne pepper. I'm going cayenne pepper. I want to heat up my system. I want to sweat. I want to kill the, the antigens, the pathogens, the viruses. I want to I get them before they get into my system and, and take, take host. Right, because they're going to stay here, and then they're going to descend, and that's when the problems start to come in. So I don't want them descending. <laughs> right, they could come in, but then I'm going to burn them to death. That's right, burn them out, <laughs> burn them out, baby. <laughs> and then when a cough does settle in, I'll take time, 
thyme and honey and lemon, and I'll make a thyme tea uh, because thyme is a natural expectorant. Right? So Good to know. Make, yes, it's a natural expectorant. So you want to cough up, uh, you know, like when we get a lot of phlegm, you want to be able to cough that up and out and get it out of your system. So that's good. Another one is oregano. I mean, uh, you know, people go crazy with oregano oil and oregano this and all right. But actually, the oregano leaf is probably more beneficial because the oil is coming in with the fiber and with all of the other constituents on the leaf. And you're actually going to, it's going to move through your digestive system much better. And then the bacteria that's in your digestive system are going to eat the fiber that's on the oregano. It makes everybody happy. Huh. Now, it makes sense with food to eat whole food versus, you know, a supplement or something derived from the food if possible. Is that by and large the way we should approach herbs, eating them in like their most whole form versus like a tincture or an oil or anything yeah. else? It depends, you know? So like if you're eating the herbs on a regular basis, and I think that people are under eating herbs and spices, I think we need to boost it up. It does a couple of things. It enhances the flavor of the food, the digestibility of the food, and all of the reactions in the body. So I think we need to increase that. Now, that's one of the best ways to get the, the medicine into your body. So like ancient healers and ancient sages knew that uh, there was no separation between your food and your medicine. Your food was your medicine. So in modern times, we're like, this is food and this is medicine. <laughs> we even extract all the constituents from the herbs, right? We extract them in a, a tincture. Uh, you know, we'll put them into an essential oil. Uh, so again, this is very strong. When you have something in a tincture, it's stronger than when you have it in the herb form. Mm. And when you have something in an essential oil, and now I don't recommend essential oils internally, personally, <laughs> Because they're yeah. very hard on the liver. Very strong, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, you know, like only if it's like ex externally, like in a steam on your skin, but not so much internally. And if you're going to do it internally, only one drop and once in a while. Um, so the tinctures are stronger than the actual ex uh, infusions, which is something like a tea or like a decoction, which could be a stew or a soup right? Because then you're decocting the constituents of that food and putting it into the liquid base, which is the water, which you're going to drink. So did I answer your question or did I just go off on a tangent that was crazy? Well, you said it depends. <laughs> you know, many years ago, I was on a trip to Ecuador and we were in like the hills and they were with this beautiful little inn. They were serving us breakfast. And I said, could I have some mint tea? And they said, sure. And they went out to the garden and they picked the mint and then they added hot water. And I know it sounds so ridiculous, but like, I think up until that point in my life, tea came from a tea bag <laughs> and it was, it was an aha moment. Like, oh, I can do this same thing. I can take mint, you know, from my garden and turn it into tea. And it was so delicious and amazing. And to your point, you know, bringing them into our life more often in a regular way, we have to start thinking about it a little bit differently. Yeah, because I think, you know, like we've been so conditioned over the past 200 years to not go into the garden, right? To not 
but to go into the store and get the packaged food and the pack, right? So we're so disconnected from the natural world and we're actually a part of that natural world. So no. that Yes, we're, <laughs> <laughs> we're not robots yet. <laughs> I mean, we're on the way to becoming AIs, but right. in the meantime, we're still human. We're still a part of nature. Did you guys see the... Um, the interview with Joe Rogan and the guy, Elon Musk, and they were talking about AIs, artificial no. intelligence. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Speaking of interviews, yeah. what's this remedy flick that you're in right now? Oh, I was only in one of the episodes. Um, and it was, uh, it, it's um, Ancient Medicine for Modern Illness. And it's Nick Polizzi who did the... Um, Sacred Science series a couple of years ago. Fantastic. He's a really great document documentary maker. And um, so this series is talking about the ancient wisdom of using herbs as medicine, right, as opposed to pharmaceuticals, um, and, uh, and using that as your medicine today. So the episode that I was in was on Lyme disease because um, – and I wasn't um, interviewed as a practitioner. I was interviewed as a person that had healed themselves successfully using herbs for Lyme. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And there's great practitioners there. And, uh, and today, the one that they have, it, it expires at 9 p.m. tonight, but it's all about cancer and the herbs for cancer. Uh, and I think that everybody should be watching this stuff because it's medicine that's in most people's backyards, a lot of it. You know? You're exactly right. You know, um, if I'm sure if I walked out into my yard, I could ident- if I knew how to identify more things, we got everything growing. We got all kinds of mushrooms, hopefully the good kind. <laughs> we got yeah. everything, but no one has this knowledge. It really just has not no. been passed down. I was walking down my street the other day and there was this bush and I, the berries were purple and blue and pink. Like I'd never seen anything like it. And I thought... These are either really poisonous <laughs> or really amazing. Like, I'd be so curious to know what they are because they were just magnificently beautiful. Oh, that's awesome. You know, like, whatever draws your attention, you know, research it, right? So there's, I forgot, there's a plant identifier app that if you take a picture of whatever it is, it'll tell you. And I forgot, is it Plant Snap? Do you know, Michelle? I know that it exists. I don't know what it's called. Maybe one of our listeners. Yeah. Knows. If anybody knows, we type it on the feed. We'd like to know. I need to know that. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to look that up. You know, like I remember, I guess it was like five years ago, I was driving down the highway with Pablo. We were going, I forget where we were, North Car- going to North Carolina or something like that. We're driving down 95 and all along the side of 95 was these bright yellow uh, flowers and blossoms. And I was like, oh my God, what is that? What? is that? And it kept catching my eye over and over and over again. So when we got to a a pit stop, I picked it and it was goldenrod. It was goldenrod. And this was in September. So goldenrod is for respiratory stuff and for colds and for clearing upper congestion. And we were going into that season. I was like, oh my God, I got to start taking the goldenrod right now. (laughs) Yeah. You were being drawn to it. Totally. Totally. Oh, that's really interesting. Hey, we've got one over here on Facebook from Beth. She says, We cleared up my husband's infected ingrown toenail by placing crushed garlic on it and wrapping it up. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. 
You're, you got, you're a good wife. You're taking care of your honey bunny. I know you put the garlic on his foot and then you ate the toe. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's actually a really great resource I just thought of? We used what? it. Actually, my husband had an ingrown toenail. And whenever we have something weird like that, we don't know what to do. There's a website. It's called earthclinic.com. Oh, write it, go on, write it down, earthclinic.com. And you can type in ingrown toenail, uh, acid reflux, you know, whatever it is, like, you know, everyday kind of things that you need help with. And it comes up with all sorts of ideas for stuff you probably have in the kitchen. Natural ideas. Amazing, right? This is you know, such like, a wealth of information, this show. I'm learning so many new things. <laughs> and we just got started. Oh. That's why I show up every week. We still have two more segments, two more amazing <laughs> segments to go. Well, yeah. So, you know, like, like uh, you guys said, there's medicine in our kitchens. We're just not, um, we're not trained, right? We haven't been, it's been trained out of us, actually, not to go there for our medicine. It's been trained into us to go to the pharmacy, to go to the doctor, to go... But there is medicine everywhere. We're surrounded by it. And I know that today's topic is not necessarily about medicine, but we're going to be talking about weight loss. Uh, And uh, what did we talk about before? Michelle said cayenne pepper. That's one of them, right? So everybody's going to Jenny Craig and going here. And and there's stuff in your kitchen that can actually speed your metabolism and promote weight loss. And tastes way better than any of those like frozen, I don't know what they give you on those programs. I'm pretty sure they're not using spices. They're using a lot of soy isolate protein, if I had to guess. A lot of crap. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of crap. So today, to help us discover which spices are the best for weight loss, we have Najina Abdullah. She is the founder of MasalaBody.com, a blog and online weight loss program for successful female professionals and entrepreneurs. That's like us, but we're all in shapes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, that's right. Flash, everyone. <laughs> um, Najina lost forty pounds while working with uh, while working twelve hour days, plus traveling around the country with her demanding management consulting career and taking care of two kids. Uh, she teaches busy women how to lose forty pounds or more without feeling deprived and by focusing on eating real, delicious food. Najina has been featured in Business Insider, People dot com, Huffington Post News. Uh, Fox News, and now on Healthy View Radio. She is obviously rising up the ladder. That's how she landed here. Uh, So don't go away. We'll be right back to Spice It Up with Najina. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighaus, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Do you ever have an off day? Or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired, and contemplative thought, showcasing experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Your host, Winifred Adams, will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com again that's jeff spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com voice america is where you are and where you want to be join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Well, hello and welcome back to Healthy View Radio. Today we are keeping it spicier than usual, talking about the benefits of your spice cabinet for good health and in particular for weight loss. That's right, that nine-year-old bottle of parsley way in the back of your cabinet might be worth keeping or not. We'll find out. First, let me introduce you to our guest, Nagina Abdullah. Nagina is the founder of MasalaBody.com, a weight loss program for successful female professionals and entrepreneurs. And today she'll tell us how spices fit into the weight loss picture. Welcome, Nagina. Hi, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Michelle, Lisa, Andrea, I'm so excited to talk with you. Thank you. We are so glad to have you. And the yellow that you're bringing to the screen right now, you guys, she's like popping off the screen with energy. We love it. She's like turmeric. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, matching one of the one of the spices I'm going to talk about. So yes, <laughs> I was thinking dandelion. Oh, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> well, before we get into all the spice talk, well, actually, maybe some spices will be part of this. We would like to know some personal things about you. As uh, as one example, what did you have for breakfast this morning? Okay, so for breakfast uh, every morning, I try. I have a um, 
I have, so I have two eggs and two egg whites, but first I add onions, bell peppers, um, and sometimes tomatoes because they're anti-inflammatory and they're also filling, which is another benefit of spices as well. Um, so I did that. Then I also, the key is that I added a half teaspoon of turmeric, and then I also added a sprinkle of cayenne pepper and then regular black pepper with some sea salt. So oh. my morning was new, like protein filled, nutritious but I was also getting my metabolism going and I was getting um, all my, my whole body was less inflamed. So it felt great. I feel great now. Oh, good. Let's compare that to like a bowl of just oatmeal. <laughs> right? Even just visually, I think anybody can see the difference. How about a bowl yes. of Cheerios? I like when Nagina said, she said, and I got my metabolism going. She went like this. I got my metabolism going. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, my calories were burning right away. So I had to do the move to go along with it. (laughs) So good. Well, in a little bit, maybe I'll tell you what I had for breakfast and you can help decode what it was doing for me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I have another question for you. What is one thing that you do every day that has the greatest impact on your life? Okay. So I think every day what I do is um, I actually have a system for when I eat and I try to eat at the same times every day. So I eat my breakfast around the same time. I know when lunch is coming up and I already have it prepared. So I don't have to just do it last minute. And, And then I already know what I'm having for dinner ahead of time. And then I do it. So just like it's, it becomes mindless to eat really healthy because I have done some minimal planning ahead of time and I just follow my system of eating at the same time um, and eating things that I already know ahead of time that I'm going to have. So I'm not last minute thinking, oh gosh, I don't know what to eat. I'm going to just order a pizza. I'm going to order Chinese or I'm just going to eat my kids snacks because I don't know what else to do. So that has been really, really impactful to me. I love it. Meal planning. It's so mindful. It's mindless. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and one last question, because we like to always hear about the other side of your world. What is your biggest guilty pleasure? Okay, my biggest guilty pleasure is, I think my biggest guilty pleasure is eating. Um, I have a real fried um, fried tooth. So whenever I am at any restaurant, I always kind of crave, okay, I feel like I'm out. I should eat something. Um, I should just indulge. So what I end up doing is I'll eat something fried for an appetizer, but then I'll have a really healthy meal afterwards. And so I get a little of the taste, but um, my biggest fried um, um, guilty pleasure of all is this Indian fried bread. It's called puri. And uh, my mom made it for us when we were growing up and it's so warm and it's literally fried. It's dough fried in oil. And whenever I see it, I just can't say no, it doesn't matter. So that is really my guilty pleasure, but I feel great when I have that too. Sounds delicious. Sounds delicious. Now, listen, I know that you know what so many women are going through with their busy schedules because you worked in uh, management consulting for a top four consulting firm, right? You were doing like the flying everywhere, the hotels. So tell us, what do you think the, let's do the top three hurdles that women in these types of demanding jobs face when it comes to their health? Gosh, I know the top three, there's, there's so many. Um, Part of it is being out of control of your day. 
you don't have the control to say, um, I'm going to definitely eat at noon, like I say now, um, or I'm going to have this for dinner. And the reason is because we, like, we work such long hours and we're kind of at the client's beck and call. So if they need something at five o'clock PM, it's usually a fire drill, meaning it has to happen right away. And so even if we were planning to go and grab that healthy salad, we have to work through and maybe we might have to order takeout and we're just not caring about eating that healthy at that moment. We need something to just keep us going. So really being out of control and knowing how to navigate that is really, really important. And there really are ways because I learned to do that. Um, I, um, I'll tell you a little bit more later, but like I, I lost 40 pounds while having that schedule and I learned how to do all those things, but it is really challenging. So that's one thing. Um, the second thing is finding the time to exercise because you are working really hard all day. If you're out of town, you are also working at night after going to dinner and then if you're at home you and you have a family, you would like to spend time with your family. You don't want to like leave right away and go work out. And then if you, you could get up early in the morning, which is an option, but it's just adding that into your day is tricky. It's really hard to find those extra hours to work out. So those are two being out of control. Um, uh, not really finding the time, finding it challenging to have the time to, to work out. And then I think the other um, piece is this is a little bit like a little bit different, but just taking care of yourself, like self-care. So making sure to add the time into your day to talk to a friend or um, to like have a fulfilling conversation with someone or to go get something done um, just to make yourself feel good. Sometimes that gets pushed to the back because work is first, then family, um, then other people asking you for things. It's always about other people. So it's, it, it gets challenging to put yourself in front and that ends up, it ends up impacting our health and our weight directly because we're not putting ourselves first in any situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I do. I want to talk more about how you found the time to do what you did because you, uh, you say on your website that you were jumping on planes, you're working 12 plus hours a day, staying in hotels multiple nights of the week. Yeah. So how did you carve out the time to start developing these taste bud tantalizing recipes? <laughs> I, <laughs> <love that>. out. <laughs> I know. Well, so um, the, the thing is, when I so I had one child and then I had my second um, shortly after. So I had two kids and I had a lot of baby weight to lose in addition to extra weight that I did that I had before I even got pregnant the first time. So I knew that I was going to shortly be going back because I was on maternity leave to my demanding job. And, um, and that in that situation, I wouldn't be able to cook, I wouldn't be able to go to the gym, I wouldn't be able to do all these things. So I realized, because of my lack of time, I needed to start getting healthier and losing weight through food versus exercise as a start because um, I didn't have the time to go and exercise all the time and I needed to eat anyway. So if I could just add, make my food healthier, then that was one way to go about doing it. But for me, I've grown up eating delicious foods. Um, I consider myself a foodie. I enjoy tasting my, tasting my meals. And so I just couldn't fathom the thought of having uh, grilled chicken and broccoli or grilled fish and broccoli over and over and over again, or salads. I just knew that I could do it for one or two days and then I would order pizza. So, <laughs> uh, so I realized I need to make this fun. I have to make this process fun. And the way that I chose to make it fun and that I knew about was to add spices and flavors to healthy foods. 
So I really shifted what I was eating and I, I made it my diet um, a lower sugar, higher protein, less processed foods. And then I added spices to it. And when I was out and traveling, I would order foods along given with this framework in mind, I would say, okay, well, what is something? How can I make it um, a little bit more protein? How can I make it a little less sugar? How can I make it flavorful? And by following that framework, whether I was eating out or whether I was at home, surprisingly, my weight in the first month it came off by 10 pounds and I wasn't even exercising at that time. And I think it's, it's a common known fact now that eating healthy is 80% of losing weight. And so if you can get your eating right, and for me, part of that was adding these flavorful spices, which I later found out have extreme health and weight loss benefits as well, which I didn't even realize when I was doing it. I was just so surprised that I'd lost so much weight so quickly. And I felt amazing while I was doing it. I didn't feel deprived and I didn't feel like I was living this miserable life eating, you know, eating like just the most boring food ever. I felt alive. I felt like I was having fun. And so I kept following that, that way of eating because it was also easier. I had a framework of foods to eat and foods not to eat. And I didn't have to think about what I was eating as often and the weight was just coming off. And so I lost, kept following in. I added two strength training workouts um, to my day or to my week. And, um, and then within nine months, I lost 40 pounds. And to me, that was really, really huge. I actually went to 20 pounds lower than my pre-pregnancy weight and 20 pounds lower than I'd ever been. Like even when I was in college or anything like that. Um, and it was all because of the eating and the fact that I was able to be compliant with my eating. And a lot of that was because of the spices. And then I had this boost that the spices gave me also, which things like increasing metabolism, lowering inflammation, um, curbing appetite, all of those types of things. So it was just like, I felt like I found a magic bullet and my weight came off and it stayed off for over seven years now. And it's, it's honestly so much feels effortless and it, I never would have said that before. It was the hardest thing ever to keep my weight down before. Yes. You said a couple of really amazing things just now. I want to make sure our listeners heard that first it was all about eating food that tastes really good and not forcing yourself to eat like cardboard for breakfast and lunch and dinner, which would have just been horrible. But I also loved what you just said about I had to eat anyway because I always tell my clients like, listen, if you have to choose between eating well uh, going to the gym, uh, you know, whatever else you think you need to be doing for your health, meditating, doing that hour of yoga, like let's focus on the food because you're already eating. So there's no extra time necessarily with that, right? Exactly, exactly. There's no, you, it, it's it, like you're going to do it anyway. So if you're, you, it's just about your choice. Are you going to eat this or are you going to eat that? You have to eat something. It's not taking you extra time. You do have to think about preparing your food, but there's so many easy ways to do that, especially when you're clear about what you can eat and what you can't eat to, to really help your body transform. Right, exactly. Hey, even, at a, even at a restaurant, like you mentioned. Nagina, yeah. one of our viewers just wrote in, uh, Nilam Seti says, Nagina, you are full of energy. Is it because of the spices? <laughs> well, um, thank you so much. Um, so it's, it, I mean, the, spi- the food that I eat and the spices, I mean, they, they literally give me so much energy because I feel, I feel really at a sustained energy all day. I don't feel like I'm getting highs and lows. And a lot of times the lows last for so long. And a lot of times that's the result of sugar, um, sugar highs and sugar crashes. So you're feeling really high, but then you crash. 
I stay at this energy all day long, and it's because I all, I just have an even blood sugar all the time. I'm not going up and down. And so thank you so much. I think the spices help me with um, being really happy and feeling like I'm indulging myself as I'm eating healthy food, and I never feel like I'm depriving myself. Amazing. Hey, so let me tell you about my breakfast so you can just like decode all the parts of it. Okay. I like you. I had some eggs. I had some spinach, but those two things alone would have been pretty boring. So I dolloped on top a big heap of really spicy kimchi, which is full of ginger and garlic and habanero peppers and cayenne pepper. So what's that doing to my body right now? Oh my God, that's awesome. That is amazing. I mean, kimchi is so anti-inflammatory. It's like you're cleaning your body out and you're just um, like, you're making everything healthier. You're detoxing your body and cayenne pepper. Okay, so I mean, it has cayenne pepper, it has ginger. Ginger is incredible for digestion. So ginger has been used for thousands of years. And a lot of times you'll hear about ginger in a tea because ginger, it helps you digest your food post-meal. And for you, I mean, you can also, it, you, it's also great to have it during your meal as well. It helps the food go down faster and easier. And so you're not feeling like something's stuck in your stomach and you're not just, you're not feeling bloated. Things are moving through. So it helps you feel amazing. And then cayenne pepper, I love that you're doing that in the morning. Oh my gosh, you just want like a spicy start, Michelle. I can tell. You just want to get going in the morning. So Cayenne pepper has such a great, um, great qualities. Um, there actually has two really powerful qualities, especially for weight loss. Uh, one is that it increases your metabolism in the morning or whenever you're having it. Um, so it gets you going. It gets your body going and, and it optimizes it. And the second thing, you might notice this, especially if you, if you are just starting to add cayenne pepper, um, is that it curbs your appetite. And the reason for that is because uh, cayenne pepper has a compound called capsaicin in it and capsaicin it's in all the spicy peppers so like jalapenos red chili flakes a little bit in paprika jalapenos this is the power of cayenne pepper this compound increases your metabolism and curbs your appetite so you're eating a spice but you're eat, you're having this natural um, it's like a natural supplement to get things going and so right. that is just an amazing breakfast well, look for it, guys. My book will be coming out, The Kimchi Diet. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but I love that you're able to break it down like that. And I know on your website, you have information about a lot of other herbs and spices. We'll be talking more about that when we come back after the break, which we need to go to right now. So hang on, everybody. And we'll continue getting spicy, spicy with Nagina in just a moment. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighaus, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives and once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I'm Lisa Lutan, and we have been talking to Nagina Abdullah about spices, and I'm so excited to learn more because, yeah, I love spices, but I have not been using cayenne pepper in my breakfast. So, Nagina, for those other listeners that might not be using cayenne pepper yet in their breakfast, can you give us a guideline how to start moving into using more spices in our morning and then throughout our day? Yes, absolutely. So a, a really big stereotype of, um, of spices is that they're spicy, but there's actually only a couple spices that are spicy. There are spices that are very neutral in flavor. And the one I want to, I want to recommend that people who are just starting with spices to um, start to use is a sweet spice. So spices can actually be sweet. And so this is so common. I'm pretty sure all of us have it in our kitchen cabinet. Mostly everyone who's listening and watching most likely has it around. And that's cinnamon. So cinnamon, I'm just holding this up. The cinnamon comes in a powder form. I use my cinnamon a lot. And it also comes in a stick form like this. So cinnamon is actually such a great replacement for sugar because it gives you that sweet taste, but uh, sugar, it, it makes our insulin spike. And as a result, we store more fat. And we, if we're trying to lose weight, we definitely don't want that. And so cinnamon gives you what you need and what you're craving for, but it doesn't spike your insulin. So it keeps your blood sugar levels actually very low. And it's been recommended by doctors for, for diabetics or pre-diabetics. Um, and in general, as part of a healthy diet, and especially when you're wanting to lose weight, it is key to start adding. So this is something that's so easy that you don't even have to cook anything. And that, that's just, I think, a better, it, it just benefits even more. So what I do every morning is I have, I make my cup of coffee or I buy my cup of coffee and I always sprinkle cinnamon into my coffee. Now, this is so important to me that I even bring my cinnamon in this little spice bullet. It's called a spice bullet. I have this in my purse with me all the time. So when I go to one of those coffee shops that for some reason do not carry cinnamon, I can't believe they don't. I always am prepared because it's one of the key things that helped me lose 40 pounds is starting by starting with adding cinnamon to my morning. 
And so that is a really key way. You can also add it to your smoothies. And I also love to have a cinnamon tea as well, whether you're using fresh cinnamon or even a cinnamon tea bag. Um, so that's a really great entry point into spices and it gives you incredible weight loss benefits to you to, to, to start with that. So cinnamon, cayenne pepper, these are some of the top two for weight loss. What are some of the others that you recommend? Okay, I'm going to talk about one of the hottest, not spicy, but as in popular uh, spices out there right now. And I have mine with me as well. This is turmeric. It matches with my shirt. So <laughs> I'm holding up my turmeric. Um, and you got to check it out if you're on the Facebook Live. Um, this is turmeric, one of my favorite spices. This is a neutral spice. So it's actually, it has very little flavor. It's a slightly earthy flavor. It's definitely not spicy and it's not sweet either. And so I, so the benefits of turmeric, I call it a wonder spice because it has so many benefits. So what turmeric does is, first of all, the biggest benefit is that it uh, it decreases inflammation. And a lot of times we don't even know that we have inflammation because usually inflammation is associated with arthritis or with um, just with like acute inflammation if something happens. But a lot of times there people experience chronic inflammation as a result of the foods that we're eating um, or as a result sometimes of the environment that you're in, but it shows up by your belly being bloated and by your face feeling puffy and looking puffy. And so it's always helpful to keep your inflammation down and turmeric is such a natural way to do it. So that's one of the key benefits of turmeric. And turmeric also um, helps improve your memory. So there's just been recent studies put out all over the place um, that it increases your memory. And just as a mom, I always need my memory increase. I, <laughs> there's the mommy brain. So it definitely is. It, that's a great reason for it as well. Um, and finally, the third benefit of this wonder spice is that it helps to block new fat formation. So there's been so many studies that have shown that when you add turmeric um, into uh, like into laboratory tests, new fat cells are not formed. And so for these multiple reasons, I definitely add it as part of my day. Um, a few ways to add turmeric because it can seem intimidating because it's such a bright yellow color. It almost, it almost looks so spicy or just so exotic that you don't know how to use it, but it's actually quite simple to use. So I was telling you about my breakfast and I always use it in my eggs because eggs are yellow anyway. I don't even notice that it's in there. I just mix up, I put a half teaspoon into my morning eggs, um, just blend it into there. And when I eat it, I really don't taste much difference, but I'm getting those anti-inflammatory benefits right away. And so that's a really great way to use it. Another um, way that I love to use it is post-workout in my protein shake. So because it's anti-inflammatory, I just put a half teaspoon into my protein shake and it helps my muscles relax. And um, it's just really, really, it's just a perfect addition to um, recovering after your workout and just getting your body relaxing and not as sore. So those are a couple ways to use it. Turmeric tea is another really, really great use of it. And um, I share a turmeric tea recipe on my website. Um, and it is something that's awesome to, to drink at the end of the um, end of the night after dinner, because it relaxes your body and it helps you get better quality sleep and fall asleep more quickly. And what about the quality difference in spices? Like, can somebody go to Costco and buy their cinnamon versus organic cinnamon at Whole Foods? You know, what really is the difference? 
So overall, um, okay, overall spices, if you're, unless you're eating them in bulk, um, it is, it's okay to buy them from different places. It's totally great to go to, um, to go to Costco or to go to anywhere and get them in bulk. I actually get a lot of my spices from Amazon um, because they come in bulk, especially turmeric, which I use a lot of and cinnamon. Um, But you can go to different places. You don't have to get the fanciest spice or the most expensive spice, but I do recommend that you look at the ingredients and make sure that sugar is not the first or any of the ingredients because surprisingly, a lot of spices do have sugar, especially the lower cost ones. Um, And then also salt is not one of the first or second ingredients because the other benefit of spices is that you you don't need as much salt in your diet because you're getting flavor from something else. So those are a couple really... um, like really important things to look for, um, for spices. But one thing I do want to mention specifically about cinnamon, and that is that there's two types of cinnamon. One is called cassia cinnamon and one is called Ceylon cinnamon. Now, if it doesn't say anything, it's usually cassia cinnamon. This cinnamon is fine if you're using two teaspoons or less a day, which usually we are if we're just sprinkling it in, but cassia is from a different tree, a different cinnamon tree in a different part of Asia than Ceylon cinnamon. And if you eat more than that amount, it has a compound in it, which, which can be toxic. So toxic in large doses. So, Ceylon cinnamon is my go-to cinnamon, which I actually have to order from Amazon or look for it in the stores. It says Ceylon. Um, and it's a milder taste. It is, um, it's, it's just not as sharp. It's less, it's more brown and not as reddish as, a, um, as the cassia cinnamon. So that's one time where it's important to differentiate depending on the quantities that you're eating. Nagini, so much fun, spicy info for us. Would you let our listeners know where they can find out more about you? Yes, absolutely. Well, I have a special gift uh, just for Healthy View Radio listeners and for um, those that are watching. This is um, going to be available or it's available right now at masalabody.com forward slash healthy view. And so this is my sweet spice cheat sheet. And it's a cheat sheet that tells you three health benefits of the sweet spice five ways to use it in your day, and then a fat-burning fire tea to drink at night, which often replaces those those that have cravings for wine. Once you start drinking this, you just feel so comforted, and it's 10 calories versus- Is there cayenne pepper in it? There, there isn't cayenne pepper in this because it's the sweet spice. So it's really about starting off, you know, starting off slowly. And then you can always add cayenne pepper into your cooking or into your um, eggs or into even like detox water in the morning. You could add some cayenne pepper and lemon. And that's a great way to start. But this is a sweet spice cheat sheet. So it'll tell you everything about the sweet spice. And that's at masalabody.com forward slash healthy view. I want to check that out. That sounds amazing, that tea. So thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such a delight. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. You are all so much fun to talk to. And I actually am going to try kimchi. I'm going to try out some different (laughs) things for my breakfast as well, because I love your ideas. It sounds like you are really, really knowing what's going on with the spices. And Lisa, I know that you are going to you're you're there. You're going to even get there more. Yes, I can do it. I know I can. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for the inspiration. Okay, bye-bye. All right, have a great day. Well, you guys, so much spice to talk about. What are some of your big takeaways from today? 
Uh, well, you know, to get into the kitchen, to use the spices that you have, to really be liberal with them and use them often because they're going to promote digestion. They're going to reduce inflammation. So a, a question came in from Kim Spiewak Gallagher, and she said, can you add the cinnamon and turmeric at the same time to your smoothie? And Margaret posted in that turmeric needs to have pepper in order to activate it, which is true. So, yeah, I mean, it's you can have turmeric, but if you want to really activate it, you have to add black pepper in. So that would mean, Kim, that you have to put a little black pepper into your smoothie as well, which is not terrible. It's not terrible, but maybe keep it for the eggs. I liked her idea of putting it in the eggs, right? The eggs with the turmeric. And I've had lots of vegan clients that when they're trying, they want to make eggs, but they don't want to eat eggs. They'll take tofu and they'll crumble it and they'll put turmeric and pepper. Yeah. So that's another great way to have it. Yum, yum. Yeah. You know, I was thinking the same thing. I do a lot of cinnamon. I do a lot of cayenne. I don't do that much turmeric and I just forget about it because it's not something I grew up using and it's in my cabinet and it's beautiful and yellow, but I just forget. So I'll be making an extra effort this week. What are you going to put it in? Oh gosh, probably my (laughs) eggs. (laughs) I put everything in the eggs. I use a lot of cumin and um, curry and those types of things. I just love the Indian spices, but definitely I can up my turmeric. I think that's something that would help all of us. Now, I have a question for you guys. Like, what do you think about the spice blends? Like, for example, Michelle got me hooked on the everything but the bagel spice, you know, which I put on everything now. And I told you guys about borsari spice that I use on everything. Are these just for flavor or are we getting any benefits? Well, I mean, they're both, right? You're going to enhance the flavor of your food, but you're also going to get benefits because all of the herbs and spices, they do something in the digestive system, whether they warm it, whether they're anti-inflammatory, whether they relax the system. So I, I don't think that there's anything you know, negative about them. And also, you said you need to increase your turmeric, but you're having curry. So curry is a traditional, original spice blend that includes turmeric. I didn't know that it what? included it. I didn't realize oh, yeah. that. Yeah, I didn't you can know mix that. up your own curry, and that way you can make it as spicy as you want. No, no, no. It. I'm not talking about curry. I'm just talking about the individual spice curry, not yeah. a curry sauce. Okay, just clarify. <laughs> curry is an actual blend. It, yes. You know, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, Look on the back blend. of your curry. And I didn't realize different. that. There's so many different kinds of curry. Yeah. So, yep. yeah when True. you buy one versus another, it always tastes different. And I love garam masala, which has curry and which has some other things in there as well. I didn't realize that curry was a blend. It always was a curry. So I'm going to go, I have a million spices. I'm going to go down and start looking at them all and really start figuring out ways to use them. In fact, if anybody wants to join me like, and challenge each other this week, <laughs> let's see how many spices we can use till our next show. I think that would be kind of fun. That's Everybody's fun. butt will be on fire by the end of the week. Yeah, I think that I might have to do that in my Facebook group. Like how many new spices can you use this week? Because we do, we go, we buy these spices and then they sit there, mm-hmm. right? And we don't use them. And I think this is really a good wake up call for me, especially. And they do have a shelf life, meaning if they've been sitting there for two years and you haven't used them, they need to go right back to the universe via the garbage. Good to know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, unless yeah. it's a whole spice, like a nutmeg that hasn't been opened yet. But if it's ground already, then it, it starts to lose, it oxidizes, it starts to lose a lot of its constituents the longer it sits. Wow. 
Wow. I was just going to say, Lisa, on spice blends, the only thing everyone wants to look for is make sure the sugar is not there. Make sure the salt is not the main ingredient, like a Mrs. Dash kind of thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and Margaret just posted something about some cinnamon is sawdust. They've been found to have sawdust in there. So don't go cheap. I would agree with yeah. that. Yeah, 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 <laughs> totally. Well, we want to thank you all for joining us this week. And we'd love for you to pop in and give us a review like this listener did. I've been listening to Healthy View Radio since it first aired and have been really enjoying the show. Michelle, Andrea, and Lisa are personable and fun and bring some important topics to air in an approachable, relatable way. I'm enjoying the variety of topics and perspectives covered in the episodes and I'm looking forward to many more in the future. I highly recommend checking out Healthy View Radio. You won't be sorry. So just head over to healthyviewradio.com slash review. Leave us a five-star review. We'd be really appreciative. And we will see you next week. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Healthy View Radio. Please join Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighaus again for another fun and insightful edition of our show. We're live again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you soon.